And what's up? It's Sko. And Dirt. And we got some G-Code news. Here's a promo code for you for Squadcast listeners. It is Squadcast15. That's Squadcast with a K. Squadcast15. That's the promo code. Squad. And with it, you get a tri-pack of vice. That's all three flavors. And what comes with that, Dirt? You get a G-Code funnel. You get the shaker cup. And you get a bracelet and... Free shipping on all of that. That's all coming to your hands. At 15% off. So you got to go to gcodenutrition.com, use that promo code, hit the uh, media tab too, check out the uh, G's journal. Always some fresh shit delivered to your box. Be of, humble. A lot of humble. crazy shit on there. Yeah, check the Be Humble graphic. Dope. Whoop. Dope Read shit up. going on. And uh, yeah, there you go. Squadcast 15. Use it. Get some voice in your veins. Peace. Back to the cast. This promo code is only active for the state of governor. New Jersey and New York. Coupons may expire. Batteries not included. Be called today. And we are live. Squad. Squad cast. Hello, gents. Squad. What's up there, Dirt, with your new haircut? What's going on, man? I like that, right? Yeah. Looking fresh. It's like every t- every two weeks I try to keep it polished up there, you know? Summer fresh. Feels good. Yeah, it looks good. Does it? Yeah, yeah. You're a handsome devil. You know what's funny is whenever my barber cuts my hair, I say, hey, um, whatever's on my face, I'm just going to shave it off. So he's like, oh, okay. Then he nice. starts doing these designs on my face. Like he do, he'll do like arrows pointing to my mouth, like Aztec yeah. designs. And it just makes me look like crazy. And I just go home that night and shave it, but... It's interesting that he's into doing you stuff like that. You gotta take a picture. <laughs> I have some stuff on Instagram. I haven't done it yet, but I want to bring back the lines in my hair. The outline? Like the no, eyebrows? The lines. Oh, the no, slits? No, no. I didn't do them in the, I never did them in my eyebrows. Dude, I was thinking no, about Daddy, that, like Big Daddy Kane or Big Daddy Kane. Vanilla Ice. <laughs> I was thinking about that yesterday. Yeah. Vanilla Ice. I never did that, but I, uh, I, uh, I did, I had them in the side of my hair for like, say, like seventh and eighth grade. Like by the temple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. do like the one long line yeah. and then one's a little yeah, shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to do that. To Old school. It. It's going to have to be like a special event. I'm going to have to bring it back for that. You could bring that back with like the Malcolm X hat combo. Ah, interesting. The long earring. Do you remember when, <laughs> do you remember when the, uh, people thought that the Nike Air Raids were Malcolm X shoes? Yes. Uh, yeah, it was like a big yeah, yeah, yeah. hullabaloo. <laughs> there was a little bit of a hullabaloo. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was I was rocking them with pride. Those shoes are great, and yeah, I okay. hadn't even quite figured out who Malcolm Maybe X you want was more. yet, and I was still I was still <laughs> rocking them. And then once I once I you know knew who he was, then you know to be the white dude in 1993 with the Malcolm X shoes, I was fine with that. Rocking the boat, I was fine with that. Those are sturdy shoes, man. They, well, they're like yeah. they're <laughs> the original they're the original street ball shoe. Right. There was the Reebok black tops. Remember those? And there was the Nike Air Raids, and the Air Raids were Tim Hardaway's street ball shoe. Oh shit. But uh, what was interesting was that supposedly they were supposed to be banned in indoor facilities. They were for outdoor use only. Okay. Yeah, because, I remember that. Because the they had like this thick black sole, and it would it could streak scuff? hardwood. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Exactly. Scuff hardwood. Yeah. Um, but I wore them. I wore them my freshman year of high school, and we never got in trouble for it. But they were supposed to be banned in high school and <laughs> college gyms. You can't wear those. So you it's get like the, the lines and the X hat, and you're like, yeah. You're ready to rock. Ready to rock. 1993 style. That's right. I had to, I notice right now, right, that I uh, 
I have a, a pair of uh, my signature Jordan 3s. Maybe one day I'll have my own, right? Um, my own version of the Jordan 3, like like Drake might. The diesels? Uh, the diesel Because Drake should. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> um, I, I dream about that. I have all kinds of ideas, like doing like a magic versus Shh. bird. Oh, uh, 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 okay. We are live. Right. Right. Yeah, no, uh, I hear you. Magic mag- versus bird. TBD. Yes. Come TBD back in a project. couple of years. Yeah, we'll we'll see you down the road. Because I think it's too butter to say. It is too There's certain right. things. Won't say it out loud. I don't know about it, so don't say anything. Then. I you just have to buy it. You'll find in out. In post production, they might just beep when that, he tweets it. That segment out. But uh, <laughs> I do notice that while I'm wearing Jordan threes, in my opinion, I have the third coolest shoe in the room right now. In the room sneaker right now, envy. I have in- intense sneaker envy. I will say, uh, moving uh, from my left over to to my right uh count clockwise um dermalone is wearing um a pair of i believe the Andre. The, right the ten, they're the court challenge or the tennis tech or whatever the agassi twos um that look to be a combination of like a denim with purple and pink and black accents very agassi you know what's cool too is that when you take off the shoe, very images everything. On the inside, it's got the Ace of Hearts. Wow! Look at that. Let me see. Let me see. It's pretty cool, right? Ah, it's dope. It's dope. It makes me think of like uh, the Heart Foundation. You know what this? Yeah, it does. He big would totally wear those too. The yeah. colors work. Yeah. You know what it was? You know why That's I bought like them? Era. Yeah. Marshalls. Yep. They had them. They had what? Like, they had a gem. I was like, you got those in Marshalls? Yeah. Well, They're, now that is well. First, all right. Crates. Here's what I'm doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Sko shoes, and then I will double back to the Marshalls Dude. conversation. All right. So Sko right now is wearing, in my opinion, top ten shoes of all time. Those are the nineteen circa ninety two ninety three Air Force Max Barclays, black with gray accents that were worn by the Fab Five. Yes, as mm-hmm. a team. One of the great shoes ever Let me made. See. Ever made. One of the great shoes ever made. Not easy to come by. They'll be reissued. Militant. They'll be reissued from time to time, and uh, they they don't seem to last. They seem to sell out. But you don't hear them, like there's nobody standing outside stores for them or yeah. whatever. But they're not cheap on eBay. You can't get them cheap. Uh, trust me, I've uh, looked. And uh, got the they're mold. one of the mo- most most iconic shoes. Ever they're made. like the most uh, like I just associate uh, defiance with them. Yes. And like yes. counterculture and rocking the boat, everything that the yeah. Fab Five represented, right. which was like a big middle finger to uh, older people and conservative yeah, minds. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the establishment—that's yeah. a good word. Well, they yeah. were Barclay. The system. They were Barclay shoes. I think they might be the shoes yeah. from the "I'm Not a Role Model" commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the Fab Five wore them with the black socks and the baggy shorts and the bald heads. Looking, you know, looking like Onyx. And yeah, and and what's not to love if you're a 12, 13 year old kid trapped in a thirty eight year old's body? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of this body of mine, I am fucking rocked. Hold on, I gotta say good. I gotta oh, sneak yes, something to let it Marshalls. Yes. Now, have you heard the whole thing about Marshalls and like the the sneaker hunters? Going to Marshalls now? No, that's okay. like a... Yeah, oh, hold the thought about your training. But okay. here's here's what it went down, right? Like, right around Christmas last year, all of a sudden there was this thing that popped up about some dude had found these Jordan 1 fragments, they're called, that are, like, white with black and blue accents, right? Not the black and royal, like, the traditional ones, but, like, kind of a... <laughs> if, you, if you remember what the... 
red, <clears throat> red, black, and white, like Chicago traditional Jordan One look like. Imagine that, but the but the red is blue. Gotcha. Okay, something like that. And uh, this kid found his at Marshalls, and it was like one of those shoes that I think like was only at like elite retailers and like impossible to get, and like yeah. only like sneaker nerds would even know it exists, and then go through the um, pains it takes to, to cop them. But then they're all like two grand online, right? Right. Well, some kid puts up a picture that he found him at Marshall's for fifty nine ninety nine, and so it started like a thing where people were going to Marshall's looking for that specific shoe, <laughs> and then it started a thing, sort of like a, a social media motif, right, where people would go to Marshall's and just point out, or you know, like similar discount places. TJ Maxx doesn't have men's shoes, but Ross does, yeah. right? Go to stores like that, Burlington, whatever, and then post like the dope shoes that you know, uh, they were able to cop. And it turns out, right, that I was thinking that what it was was simply Nike dumping old inventory. But yeah. I thought to myself, how is it even possible that those shoes could be old inventory anywhere? No kidding. Right? Impossible. Right. Well, what it turns out apparently is that, like, say you're, you got Sko's Fly Kicks, right? And Sko's Fly Kicks doesn't cut the Nike check this month, yeah. okay? So your stuff, you got a big... You know, you got a uh, a pallet of, of kicks that's sitting at UPS, right? Uh, and it's supposed to be COD or whatever, the however their billing works. Yeah. And the check bounces or whatever, right? So those shoes sit there for whatever amount of time at UPS or FedEx or however, whatever their shipping method is at Nike. And um, when they're not paid for and not claimed over a certain period of time, that inventory with a company that size apparently goes to one place as some sort of uh, clearinghouse and then those crates are just indiscriminately wow. sent to the like the second chance retail stores wow. that nike has relationships with yeah. so apparently that's what happened but i was thinking how brilliant it would be even if marshall's was paying two thousand dollars off of ebay yeah to take them and yeah. just or comparable shoes comparable yeah. grails on, yeah. grails if you will right yeah comparable shoes and just spread them out around the country and just create a buzz to drive even people even I'm still nike, not 100 convinced they didn't do that even if nike did that yeah. that would be an awesome way to like release a shoe oh for sure rather than just to put it in every store yep. to hide a couple of them oh yeah yeah in you know off the grid right or you just make some gorgeous shoe that would be incredibly in demand like, and then you just Plant them at yeah. all like, the Rosses. They came out with like new Barclays. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you could just relaunch. Yeah. You know, it's it. crazy because it be they're sixty awesome. bucks, and the, the ones I got are sixty bucks. Yeah, so I'm yeah, thinking yeah. like some guys like, oh, here's the shipment. All right, sixty dollars. Yeah, you know? I'm sure because right because it would take a you know it would take a sort of an informed eye to have any clue that that shoe was whatever. Then you'll have special. Marshall's employees like. Oh, I'm sure it's happened. The I'm two sure Instagram posts show up. This from December 16, 2016. The kid said. One of the craziest come-ups I've ever seen. And then the other one says, Oh, snap, I finally found one of these. Air Jordan 1 fragments at Marshall's. They only have eight and a half, but I'm going to make this work. We should take, like... They retail at 2500 The most expensive... Whatever the most expensive shoe is, like right. Mint, Jordan, you know, and go to Marshall's and film it like we're finding on the rack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Start a whole buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Another one pops up, like, in Delaware. Yep. People be like... Breaking down the door at Marshalls. Yeah, so I, that just blew my mind when that happened. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Now, well, yeah, now I can see like people digging. And I mean, I, like I like those kind of stores. Like I, I, I prefer those. Like if I can be completely honest, like I prefer to get my my stuff from there or like uh, or like 
stuff that's 15 years old off of eBay and yeah. stuff. I prefer that than like going to the mall for whatever oh, yeah, you're, one, you're, one, because you stretch, you definitely save dough that way. Two, you find stuff that's a little bit more rare and like you're less likely to But how do you get all of it. your old Navy t-shirts if you do <laughs> The last thing, Greg. That's bringing it back, oh, man. Come on, Whatever now. Wear. Oh, now you're making me sound like a fucking clothes snob over here. I, dude, I think it's all right to be a snob about old Navy t-shirts. Like, <laughs> You know. Yeah, it's a little bit. The stuff's a little, slightly disposable. It's just like old Navy varsity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong right, with right. making a stylistic judgment call there and being all like, right. that's a little, you know. Okay. I used to shop at Old Navy. Back Everybody did at one point. Look, man, I, do I did, did I have like a pair of cargo shorts? If you know, oh, for sure. If I'm gonna get a pair of something like nondescript like yeah, that, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'd rather spend half price. But yeah. I'm not. You know, when Old Navy first opened up, it was like anything else. Like, I, I, like to me, like in all of those new stores at one point, like had a little bit of like a yeah. run, like Aeropostale. Yeah. yeah. Um, I see a lot of that now. Yeah. That's a brand that's like somehow crossed over into like the inner city. Aeropostale. Yeah. Interesting. It's really. I thought so they went out of business. I thought York. they were like done. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. It's strange. That's cool. But like I like I and I, here's the thing too. Like I like um brands that have uh like a renaissance or that like return to fashion that's why i'm trying to like bring the british knights back dude. yeah I'm like, case but like that... they came back and they've got like a thousand new shoes and i'm like that's a whole brand that nobody even yeah Derek coleman british knights. yeah they, they, they're there man but like that's like that's a, a dope thing like just the idea that um like a brand can have like a rebirth you know like yes. I, I think about brands like when we were uh when we were kids or coming up like that um you know, almost like tried to go to mass market. They tried to respond to an interest in their brand, and they kind of pimped out their brand. Yeah, Hilfiger, Nautica, oh, a lot yeah. of those, a lot of those brands. But I never like not like. I never thought their stuff wasn't nice. No, absolutely. They're and like, all... and like, uh, yeah. To this all day, the ones you just this, said. To this day, I still like those brands. I think they should bring back. Uh, I'll say this; it probably already exists, but Vision Streetwear was like the cool skater. I saw. I was with Sienna. At Walmart or Target or one of the department stores, big department stores, and they had skateboards with Vision Streetwear. That's cool. With Vision Streetwear logos on them. It's. I didn't. I think I had like one Vision th Streetwear thing yeah. when I was a kid, but it was its own style. Oh, it was totally its own style. And no, I didn't. We were kind of like it was kind of like you're either a skater mm -hmm. or a baller. It was very much that in bringing. Or like a surfer yeah. or a baller, and we played basketball, but uh. I still dug. No, no, I liked, a little. I liked what they. I especially like what they do now, like in retrospect, looking back. Yes, that's like, what I mean. Because uh, yeah. they were like a counterculture brand, um, but I, like I, I didn't. I don't think I had any at the time because I was more adhering to those factions that you were speaking of about. Of course, but, yeah, you, but I, tribal. But the stuff, the stuff is definitely dope. I've never speaking, heard of them. Vision Streetwear. You should look them up. Yeah. I'll look them up. I'll cool, look them up. Check Maybe them out. they got some cool new shit coming out. Yeah, yeah. Everything's like retro. But now. like I said, I saw a skateboard at a department store at the Yeah, so that logo. means. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. Sign. It's crazy though, like finding all that shit. Like every time going back to the Marshalls thing, going yeah. to Marshalls, I get excited. I'm oh, like, yeah. you, I'm gonna you go you through the rack, see if I find any like rare yeah. gems, and then you yeah. always got to go over to the shoes and see if you know. <laughs> I, I always, I've, I don't think I've ever bought a pair of sneakers from Marshalls, but I've. I always look. Every single yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. I mean, I probably have at one point bought something, you know. And it's just like going to like the Nike factory outlet and going to the clearance section I and seeing excited. if they got anything yeah, there. It's been, a, it's been a minute since I've had a chance to go, but I get excited. Paying full price for almost anything no, is, like a, is like a... 
a crime my soul can't live with. I completely agree. It's like, yo, what, what do you got on? Oh, shit. Those are dope. Yeah. 50 bucks on clearance. <laughs> no, that's it, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what? It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, work, it's work hard for the money, and that's an exciting. But it's like an ex, it's like an exciting thing too to like cop something that's like rare, you know. So like that, like that, I totally do that shit still. Like I'll, I'll like wander on eBay and stuff. Like I found of a, found a starter, uh, L.A. Raider shirt in in XL. So the little snug life, but dope. Snug life, but dope. <laughs> L.A. Raiders. That's cool, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave Dirt Malone. I gave Dirt Malone two vintage shirts from hashtag the archives. Yeah. I gave him a Falcons Dion era T-shirt. That shit's that's a legit. That, that one legit. He it's, gave it to me. I was like, <laughs> and I also gave him this like. Uh, well, explain the bull shirt. The bull shirt is like this. Oh my god! It's like it's got the uh, the bull logo on the front. It's got these stripes going all the way around the entire shirt. It's like a thick. It's like a thick shirt, old classic uh, shirt material. I don't know. It's fucking old school, dude. But the truth of the matter is, right, that I'm actually, I was actually a Bulls fan from that era because that was Jordan era. Yeah. You were a Sonics fan and only became a Bulls fan in the D Rose era. Yeah. So you're like kind of like a, a Fugazi, uh, you're kind of a Fugazi Bulls fan. Well, dude. I, hold on, I'm going to say this too, right? And speaking of Fugazi fans, <laughs> okay. right? Tara was telling me about some kids she went to high school with, blah, blah, blah. And he always posts on Facebook about Golden State. And okay. I said, okay, well, tell him if, if he's not down with Run TMC, then he's, because he's our age. Yeah. Not down with Run TMC, then he's not a Golden State fan. Yeah. And if you're 35 years old or whatever, and all of a sudden you're a Golden State fan, yeah, no, come no, on. Come on. When are your balls going to drop? You can't, like, pick a team. You can't pick your team after. I agree. 30. I agree. You've, you've made your decisions. <laughs> right. And I was saying, like, I, the funny thing is, like, I I don't like this current Golden State team, but I was a Golden State fan. No, they we, were cool we as were shit. Golden State yeah, they were cool as shit. In man. the in the 90s, because yeah. it was like, there, there was like, and, and that was a crazy thing, too, right? Like, you had uh, Mullen Hardaway and Mitch Richmond mm-hmm. and then Spreewell and Marshall Onis, all those guys yeah. on that team, and they didn't win shit. Weber. They didn't win shit. You're right, Weber. Yeah. They didn't win shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no. Think about it how much just talent that is. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they didn't win. And I think right. it was because the NBA was so fucking tough back then. It was. But yeah, man, like that's a lot, of, a lot of talent. But dude, we'll going back that. going back to that, yeah, yeah. I was a Seattle Supersonics fan, yeah, right? You were. The team disappeared. Then what do I do? Yeah, yeah. Who do I relate to? Who do I Oklahoma go to City, next? Right? You're supposed to go to Oklahoma City, no? Yeah, well, them you, sh- you should, but I don't know. I fell in love with D. Rose in this play, and then, I don't know, he got injured. I got injured. We both did the can same we, thing, and now we're relatable. Can we blow G-Code up enough that we can bring the Sonics and the Expos back? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Holy shit. Welcome to G Code Stadium. This is the stuff I think. It's the stuff I think about in the middle of the night. <laughs> you wake up, you're like, hmm. let's bring the Expos back, dude. There's a possibility. There's a stadium just sitting there, right? Believe in Fill yourself. It up. Believe in what you do, That's right. and don't stop. Speaking of that and rebirth, uh, I am physically crushed right now. Wow. I've had a couple just awesome days of fucking training, nice. and I am absolutely fucking obliterated beautiful i cannot move my torso at all awesome in like a good way i'm also like exhausted doing a lot of thrusting what's going on oh yeah lots of thrusting (laughs) slamming thrusting all that kind of stuff those are pretty much the only two exercises (laughs) uh but no i'm just good man started with saturday with uh training day g-code training day yeah vinnie galanti's gym Vinny Gonti's gym. What a nice gym, right? Oh what a nice God. gym. Just a great crew. The yeah. fucking vibe. The energy. Great vibe. 
You know how it's a nice gym? You go in the bathroom. There's a sauna. There's a oh, steam yeah. room. Yo, but individual private, stalls. Yeah. But private it's like, showers. It's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's like that perfect fine line, right? And also this too, right? You walk in, it's like sort of in this kind of nice strip mall. Yep. And you walk in and it, just like the dimensions from the outside, you would think it's not very big. Yeah. But it goes back far yeah. and it's like so perfectly like laid out. Yeah. And then the other thing is, right? It's like that perfect, it toes that fine line perfectly because it's like clean mm-hmm. and like you're saying like the the facilities are beautiful but then like all the equipment is sourced by Vinny, so it's like it's all legit. this awesome yeah. legit shit and it's like uh um like i was saying like you the leg equipment and stuff you know that a leg equipment yeah. is gonna be bomb because Vinny put it all together so a gym that he's gonna train at every day he's not gonna have you know shitty equipment or be missing important pieces he's, yeah. he has that seated uh preacher curl cable machine that i saw Right when you walk in, yeah. Oh, yeah I was yeah, like, this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Vinny, this is you. He's like, yeah, you like that, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Because he knows. Because of course he knows. He probably, you know, he probably when he, a guy like that is putting a gym together, he's thinking about all the equipment that he loves yeah. in the world and how can he put it into one one place. It's like that experience is priceless. And he's go the shoulders together. And the shoulder equipment was amazing. Yeah, I see. I saw Sco doing work. That's right. He's putting it. In. I gotta tell you, one of the things that I've been trying, I might have t- touched on this before, is that. I'm used to just doing like crazy cardio where I'm like spent and drenched on the ground afterwards. Like I I feel like I haven't worked out if I don't get to that point. And so now I'm lifting and I'm like trying to balance taking my time to make sure I'm doing everything right and to make sure I just like crush whatever muscle I'm doing. But also like trying to get to that point where I feel that way Mm -hmm. because I miss that. If I don't do it, I feel like I didn't work out. And I've kind of, so, but I was a little unsure of myself. So I was taking, I wouldn't say I was taking too long in between sets and stuff like that. But it just, I wasn't getting to that point. And this week, everything kind of clicked. I feel like, like where I'm like drenched. And I did like seven or eight exercises. And I'm like completely spent, failure, everything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like leaving the gym. Like, I don't have a fucking thing left. I look at it like mindset, how you go into the gym that day, time, how much time you have, yeah. and then the environment. Yeah. Those three things to me are like huge factors. Like if I'm going to go train on break and I don't have a lot of time, I'm like, shit. You know, you have that struggle in your head. You're like, see what I can do, see what I can do. But Yeah, but yesterday, man, I didn't have a lot of time. I mean, like, you know, I had an hour, including 10 minutes getting to the gym each way. So I had like 40 minutes. Yeah. And I crushed my back, you know? Like it, I was doing, throwing in the planks that you were doing, everything that I could uh, do in the um, extensions, man. The almost like hyper extensions. And the way that we had used to do them, where you make it like you bring your elbows yeah, back yeah, towards yeah, your yeah, back, yeah, so yeah. it's like you're doing a you're crunch like, yeah, on your yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, you're like flexing your back at the top. And I, so I was supersetting that yeah, yeah. with the planks, and it was just yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, cool. just those two alone would have killed me. Yeah, but yeah. then rows, you know. Yeah, and I'm just. Uh... But that's like you know we we've to- we've touched on that in the past, right? Like how um, the urgency of having uh, like sort of a tight window in which to train, right? Uh, kind of forces you to not fuck around, not meander. No, of course, uh, dude. That was know, it, man. You have to narrow your focus because you don't have the luxury of not of not being focused. I tell you, you know I, I mean? used to like just to even um, this week. It's like a, I'm, I'm so pumped, man. But I'm going to the gym. I'm like, I'm not even bringing a bag with me because I don't even want to like go to the fucking locker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm walking in the gym with my headphones yeah. on and just going Get right to, to the fucking machine, you know? Well, and that's another thing too, right? You were saying about like you being drenched and like having a shorter period of time getting all this training in, right? And like 
kind of talking about um, like the, the difference between cardio and weightlifting, right? And like aerobic exercise and anaerobic training, right? But, you know, like that line can really blur. Yeah. And a lot of the old school guys didn't even do traditional cardio. Oh, yeah. They yeah. trained faster, yeah. did supersets, yeah. did little to no rest. Right. So you train like that, you train any body part that way where you're n- you're really not resting or you're taking 15 seconds between sets or whatever, you are shot, you're huffing and puffing and you're sweating because it, there is a, a huge aerobic component to that sort of training. So yeah. you can't, so there is a way to combine those. No, that's, yeah. that's basically what my goal is. I've basically, I, you know, it's Wednesday, but as of Wednesday, I haven't done cardio this week. Right. I'm going to tomorrow, I think. But, uh, yeah, I've been trying to get that sensation and that blend and feel like, you know, I was just in a heavyweight fight. But I, at the same time, like, I'm not on, I'm not at the point where I'm on autopilot yet, sure. where I don't have to think about yeah, yeah, yeah. everything that I'm doing. Not yeah. that that point necessarily no. ever comes, yeah, but you, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm really thinking about form Man. and... Uh, mind muscle. Yes, yeah. I, that's where I was just about to say, you know, mind muscle connection and all that. I was doing some 21s. Nice. Which is something that I'm sure a lot of people know about, but Biceps. why don't you explain it? Yeah, 21s, dude. Bicep curls. Yeah, yeah. And I just love them so much. I had uh, the wife doing them last yeah, night. Yeah. And well, it's funny. She did like, so tw- yeah. I'll, I can no, explain it. Yeah. Basically, take the motion of a bicep curl and cut it in half. And then you do the first half times seven, the second half times seven, and then the entire motion times seven. Yep. Yep. That's 21s. Perfectly and so my girl's doing it, and she's doing, like, the first couple. She's like, like this? Like, just like this? Yeah. Oh, just like this? Yeah. And by the time she gets to the end, she's like, ah, like this! Like this! Of course. Like, this? Of course. <laughs> like, like this? I gotta fucking do this? But what's funny What's funny about that, right, is like that, like that, and then, like, the, um, like, I think of that, and I think of the, uh, the 21, and I think of the, um, Dirt remembers these, where you do the skull crusher with the easy curl bar right into the close grip. Those are great. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for triceps. And, like, I got to say, man, I got to track that back to, like, my first days um, working out at the Brigantine Fitness Center when I was, like, 15, 16 yeah. years old, right? Um, that that's, like, what the old school big dudes, like, that we learned how to train from. That's what those are exercises that those guys did. So, to me, that's, like, 80s. You know, I started training in the 90s, but that's, like, 80s era, 90s era ideas those kind of, um, you know, just sort of unique takes yeah. on these traditional exercises um, <laughs> that uh, sometimes I get away from them and I don't do them for a long time and then I do them and I think, or I think to do them or like you just reminded me just now and then I'm like, holy shit, like how, why did I ever stop doing those? Yeah. Because they're so effective and it's what? like you were saying about about Kaylee doing them, but like when Tara does arms, like she almost always does twenty ones. Yeah. And then I think like Ronnie Peak Ronnie Coleman did twenty ones all the time. It's like you know, <laughs> right. it's like it's such an effect, a reason. It's such yeah. an effective thing. Um, you feel it, and it's funny, right? Because uh, you know we have it hammered into our minds, and I'm sure you do to some extent. Um, you know, just over the years, uh, but I know I have it hammered into my mind about like full range of motion at all times and how like critical that is and how if your range of motion is incomplete from top to bottom then you're half-assing it you're not doing a real exercise and whatever you're not as strong as you claim you are and blah 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 right but like the 21 is an example of like cutting that range of motion short and how much of an impact that has on the muscle yeah so it's like you gotta not too stringently hold on to any of these oh 
you know, rules because yeah. a lot of them don't always apply, you know? There's, yeah. a, there's an instance where you're cutting that stroke short and it makes it, <laughs> makes it all the more intense. Yeah, I mean, I was even just doing pull downs. If I do the full range of motion in a way that almost like allows for a little bit of a rest. Sure. So I was trying to cut that. I was worried. I'm like, God, am I giving myself too much of a right. reprieve here? Yeah. Maybe I need to shorten the... Well, that's like an interesting thing, and like not to get like too go too down too far down like the um, personal trainer uh, technique no, dude, rabbit I, hole. Here's what you're doing wrong. Why right. not, man? No, I, no. I, okay, go ahead. To me, I yeah. love, and I'm not like the, normally the person that would be listening to a podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, from sure. a, you know, just necessarily about being in the gym. Not right. that that's what. No, no, of course. We're just talking about Marshalls and sneakers right, right, right yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like to me, those. I like to hear 10 yeah. things and, I, and two stick in my head and they become really useful. Well, yeah. like something that I've always noticed and I, I've, I've talked about it with Dirt and I, I don't know if he still grasp it 100%, but he'll probably know when I when I say it, right? About like doing a pull down effectively, right? And I'm like, I can get so much out of a pull down, even one, even one that's not very heavy. Yeah. Um, simply sort of by how, uh, how like I configure my shoulders in the process, right? And like how you were saying about like, okay, at the top, right? Like you feel like you're getting maybe a little bit of a rest or a little bit of a, a reprieve, right? For me, the top is ultra intense, right? Because I sort of, I want to say like, try to, you try to suck your stomach in, right? Like on almost under your rib cage and then like roll your shoulders forward. And when you do that at the top of the pull down, all of a sudden it pulls like really intensely, like at like your armpits mm. where that, where the lat, you know, inserts at the armpit yep. and it makes the, top stretch portion of the Tougher. pull down just tough and intense like where it's like because you know a lot of the time one of the things that i think all of us uh struggle with from time to time right is pulling with our back as opposed to pulling with our arms yes. right and like that's a way that i've found to like <laughs> there, my it gives me no choice but to feel it intensely directly in my wow. in my back muscles so like at the top really try to focus on allowing the weight to leave your hands and your forearms and the grip you have right. and transfer it to the best of your ability probably just by how you, your posture to, to your, your lats yeah. yeah and it's like it pulls right at like your nice. arm, right at your armpit and like i almost feel like um that's sort of what makes you wide is is that feel, taper yep. and it's like can you stimulate that enough and and you know with a lot of these exercises uh, as much as you know it's about the squeeze the squeeze the squeeze the stretch is such a big deal a fly you know, a dumbbell fly, mm -hmm. or, you know, a bicep curl, that bottom when the when the, the muscles elongated, like that stretch is where like a lot of that that um, you know good kind of tissue damage happens and the you know the mu muscle gets torn down. You know yeah. what's really good to do That's what too? Makes you sore when you train back, like like you were saying, pull downs. Yeah. Feel the stretch and pull with the lats. Yeah. And then like in between certain sets, I'll fucking I'll stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll find a pole, I'll go yeah, up yeah. to it and grab it. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just pull with yeah. my like lats. And, right. And it just and you just focus on feeling your back doing that pulling. Doing that stretching motion where it's not yeah. about your arms anymore. Your arms are just you know, like I had explained to me before where like your hand your hands are just hooks. You yeah. know, Meat arms, hooks. Right. Your arms are just a <laughs> you know, a rope attached to your to the to the lat and the lat is the thing that's mm. pulling those hooks, pulling that rope. Interesting. You know? So that's like that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Some a little bit of gym nerd jargon. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag you're doing it wrong. But you see that too, though, right? Because it's like there'll be a guy like you know walks by who's like 300 pounds jacked, and he'll be like you know 
doing his version of whatever exercise, and then like there'll be a video of it, and there'll be people online pointing out how he's doing doing it wrong. It's <laughs> like, too much. Uh... Like, you know, it's like. I think that guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah, yeah. you know? It's not really hitting the muscle at all. It's yeah. gonna Yeah, oh he's doing it completely wrong. Oh yeah, obviously it hasn't worked well. And for there's him. always somebody yeah, yeah. just waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, they, yeah. Could, they, they could not even see the video. You yeah, can just yeah. tell them what's in it. They'd be right. like, Oh, I guarantee yeah, you yeah. he you know. Yeah. You're in a gym and you see a trainer walk by and you're doing the exercise, you're like I wonder if he thinks that I have good form. Yeah. But then again, it doesn't fucking matter, yeah. does it? I don't understand like <laughs> that negative energy to me during such a positive activity. You know what I mean? Yeah, like of it's course. it's counterintuitive. Like you know what always bothers me is everybody like I always hear people like complaining about like the gym being packed on New Year's Eve, and I get it. Yeah, it's like being in traffic, yeah. waiting for something. Yeah. I totally understand that, but like. To sarcastically be like, oh, in three weeks, none of these people will be here. Like, well, maybe you should, like, encourage people. Yeah. Or you should want those people to stick around. You Think shouldn't positive. be mad that they're there. Well, I don't, I don't, like, I don't want to go to make too much of a declarative statement. But I don't, man, in my life, I don't think I've ever found myself, like, disparaging, like, the New Year's resolution. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. to me, like, and it's, like, really, it applies to me every day. It's just the idea, like, that one of the most powerful forces for you know transformational changes intent like oh man i want this i want to do yeah. this right yeah. i'm sure some people don't follow through but that's everything in life it's not just even if even if five percent of those people follow exactly through, that's that's an awesome thing that of people course. there's a time of year where people can take a deep breath and take stock of things of course and decide they want to change things and, and of course like you know uh I've been doing it for a long time, but I'm, who the fuck am I? I'm far from perfect when it comes to lifting weights or any of that stuff. So like how, you know, far be it for me to shit on somebody else. I, you know, we were all once beginners at whatever mm -hmm. our passions are or whatever, like the thing that we we happen to be the best at. Like there was once a point where we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. So it's like yeah. everybody's at that point at, at one point or another, you know, and I try to, I try to remind myself of that, but I, I'm certainly not the type to be online ranting about no. how much I hate the the New Year's resolution or something. I was like, come on. It's just another reason for someone to post something. You know, what's funny is that I remember Sko kind of saying, and I don't remember where it was from, where we were, where you pointed it out, but you were saying about like the big guy bat signal. <laughs> and, <laughs> what? And I don't know. We were like in a gym somewhere and it was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know where we were or what we were doing. And I like, now I hope it's not just like dead air when you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But you just mentioned something like we, we had gone somewhere like, it's just about, like, the weird psychology of, like, the subculture and, like, how, yeah. like, people, everybody's always checking each other out. Like, Tara always says, like, that dudes are all, check each other out way more than they check girls out at the gym. Like, yeah. They're always, That's like, funny. sizing each other up at the gym. But, you, yeah, you just had pointed out, like, the big guy bat signal, and you're like, did somebody put out the big guy bat signal? And it was like, all of a sudden, it's like, dudes walking around tank tops looking at each other. I don't know where we were, but it was, it was an interesting comment. completely believable. <laughs> Sounds like something I'd say. Yep, the big guy bad signal. Spe speaking of big guy bat bad signals, <laughs> well, not really, but that's my segue. Nice. Okay. But yeah, you were talking about uh, earlier marketing the men. All right. Yeah. No, it's kind of like a big guy bad signal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Marketing to men, right? Like, all right. So, uh, just for example, right? Like uh, marketing. Marketing. Okay. Go ahead. Marketing. Advertising. Yes. Towards to, to men, right? Yes. And like how that's really like a thing now. It's like an art because there's like sort of like I think an untapped segment um, in terms of like uh, people who uh, have disposable income, buy a lot of shit. Yep. 
but maybe were ignored in like traditional mainstream marketing for a long time, right? And like, I think also it's like it's the idea of like repackaging things in ways uh, to make it accessible, right? So like, like I was just trying to think of like some stuff that like I've been into or I've liked for a while, right? That like you know didn't necessarily have like a mega masculine connotation to it, but now like you see this happening, right? Um, one thing it's certainly happening, and then another thing I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that it's gonna happen, right? So the one thing, right? I saw an article about Brogurt, <laughs> right? And that was basically the idea of like taking yogurt, right? Something that I've really like enjoyed and eat my whole life, right? Yeah. Um, one because you know it's got a bunch of health, uh, digestive benefits. Absolutely. Yeah. Two, uh, it's got always oh, got protein in it, and like even more and more with when Greek yogurt became popular, like they're it's loaded with protein, right? Um, and the various like sort of like more exotic yogurts they oftentimes are loaded with protein. Cool. Um, and then um, and then you know also uh, I just like the taste. Well, don't plug your favorite yogurt right now. All right, I'll plug my favorite yogurt. But I'll, <laughs> I'll also but I'll also say there's another yogurt that's awesome. All right, so I always drink the I always eat the Dan and Triple Zero. Okay. Right, Triple Z I call it. Right, it's uh, Trip Z. It's got no no sugar, no fat, and 15 grams of protein, and it's got they actually don't use any artificial sweeteners in it. It's that's not like clutch. mega sweet or anything, right. but it's you know it's low sugar, um, no added sugar. Uh, no fat, tastes good, goes down easy, 15 grams of protein, so it's like a nice little protein snack. A lot of times I mix mine with Ezekiel cereal, which adds, you know, some good carbs, some more protein. Nice. So, like, that's a dope one. And then I've really been enjoying those uh, Siggies lately, um, which I, I believe is Skier, <laughs> it's called. It's like Icelandic Skier. That's like the... Uh, that's, that's a little. Is that a little bougie? or is It, it is. Hold on. I'm going to say, one, the packaging looks incredibly bougie. Two, it's certainly not Brogurt. It's certainly not marketed <laughs> right. to, to, to dudes, right? Um, but I, I was at... The, and I've seen it be pretty expensive before. I, uh, when a yogurt starts wandering towards two bucks, yeah, you're starting to lose absolutely. me, pal. <laughs> mm. But they were 10 for $10 at Acme. Which is oh, exactly that's which is crazy. Exact, yeah, is, no, dude, they're like two fifty three bucks <laughs> in, in New York, my I'm sure. Yeah. Right. So, but so I always get that's the Dan, the Dan and Triple Zs are always ten for ten bucks. Okay, so I always cop those. The babies eat them. We're a yogurt eating household. Okay, but I saw the Siggies for t- ten for ten, and I was like, oh, I'm in. Um, you said Siggy what? Because it's <laughs> it's just as much it's just as much protein. Um, but it's like really well sourced ingredients. So I was like, yo, I'm completely in. But anyway, right? So um, I just thought it was interesting how like, you know, you make the packaging black and you use sort of angular fonts, right? And then all, all of a sudden it's it's brogurt, right? Brogurt. And like apparently like oh, that's God. like a thing. And there's like dudes in Madison Avenue boardrooms who are cooking, me. cooking up the ad, me, cooking up the ad campaign to make men feel that it's okay for them to eat yogurt a i totally get it yeah. it's genius of it'll course. be successful b yeah. it makes me sick I know, of course of course just the word fucking broke i know what's the uh man cave i like hate all that shit romp him? have you seen the, is it the romp him is that, is that what it's called is that the, the male romper uh, or whatever yeah. it ruined it for me because i love romper season you just to see a woman out in public like damn she got a romper on and now they got a freaking, now they got rompers for men. I thought so it was Sunday season. Wearing... I didn't know there was rompers. Yeah, no. I didn't even, I didn't, I'm trying to think about it. That's the same, the same guy wears that who has the brogurt. All right. I mean, they should tell him to And go if to... I see a man on the street with a uh, romper, I'm going to slap him in the hey, ass. Hey, hey, slap hey. Hey, buddy. Hey, yeah. crime. Slap the brogurt out of hey, his hand. Crime. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, all right. So, like, but my thing, like, my perspective on it is, like, 
okay, so they had to put it in certain packaging for you to feel like it was okay for you to eat it. Like, you weren't confident enough in your masculinity before. Well, first of all, I didn't even understand that there was, like, any gender implication to yogurt. Yeah. But, like, if there was for some reason, like, uh, you needed them to package it for you and call it... You know, man, girl. Well, you don't have to kill. You, you don't have to, to kill decide. yogurt. So you're a little bitch if you like it. Right? Yeah. No, yeah, just, yeah, I, yeah. Like, what's right. the deep rooted I don't know. psychology I don't know. behind it? I don't it. understand. But the, just I like, only eat shit I have to kill. So you go to the or grocery someone, store. Where's the Where's the yogurt for me, man? Yeah, that's, what I is this? Like, I, that's what where's I, mine? That's what I. <laughs> bro, right here, bro. Someone made yogurt that understood what I. What is there that? Yeah, is there that sort of extreme like masculine like insecurity where like the a dude can't buy yogurt? Like I said, I didn't even know there was like gender implication to it. But if there is, like, you're, you're not man enough to eat yogurt, which is another thing, right? The, which makes me, this is going to get me off on a slight tangent, right? Do it. But I'll double back to the to the marketing to men. But I've never understood dudes who have an issue buying tampons at the supermarket. Yeah. Because they're obviously not for you. <laughs> like, so where does the insecurity lie? And if anything, it simply implies that there's a woman in your life, right? Yeah. So, like... What's the fucking problem with They're like just uncomfortable with I don't know I don't know vaginas I kept trying yeah I'm trying to put myself in <laughs> well, their no. shoes what could it's not like they're like the uh, I have a small cock tampon brand like right. what does it right. say about Jesus you Christ. Jesus well right but I'm like that's but for real though like all right so like obviously they're not for you like yeah. nobody's gonna think that you're less of a man or not a man because you just bought the tampons. Obviously, you're buying them for a woman. I never yeah. knew people had a problem with that. Oh, you yeah, do that all the time. Yeah, that's like a common thing. That's like a common thing. It's like, like a. It's I like feel a, like that's like a social like. It's like a stand-up comic yeah, shtick, yeah, like yeah. gimmick. But like the discomfort with like uh, buying tampons or whatever. I'm right in there. I'm doing it. It's, well, because, I mean, come I'll on. I'll buy a whole case. <laughs> and save keep them in the trunk. You, know, you never know. My nose is bleeding. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. So, yeah, anyway. So, like, I, I just didn't know how, like, why you would be insecure. Why that would make you feel insecure, because clearly they're not for you. Was was the original? Or, or is that the concern? Yeah. Or the concern that you're going to buy the tampon, and then people are going to be like, oh, oh well, does he have a vagina? I mean, there's, there's almost like... <laughs> I don't a, think so. I'd argue there's almost like a crisis of male insecurity. And oh, is it sure. because of marketing to men and making them think that there might be something wrong with them? Constant, like, spam emails sure. over hair. Or right. so, like, I heard an ad on the radio, or not heard. I hear it, like, six times a fucking day. It's like, the average uh, 60-year-old male has... Twice the testosterone of the average 25-year-old right, male. Right, We've gone so right, soft. Right. What the hell has happened? But you could fix it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like it doesn't even right. have to do with your particular situation. It's like, are you under 50 right, and right. have a penis? <laughs> You're not half the man you should be. <laughs> but we have a soul. It's yeah, like, well, wait a minute, dude. Yeah, how do you know how yeah, much fucking testosterone right. I Fuck you. Maybe right. I have too much. Right, right, exactly. They make you feel like crap maybe even if you don't have to. scale it back. Are yeah. your teeth white? But not yeah. white enough. That might be oh, my God. It. Is it just like the constant bombarding, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like omnipresent. Maybe it was only on, like, a late-night TV show right, about your right. hair falling yeah, out sure, now. Sure. Now it's like you can't even look at your phone. Right. Some dudes are just like, am I pussy? Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit, I didn't, I even know. didn't even occur to them right. before. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I do like yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's the thing, right? It's like, and there's, like, a million things. And, like, it's the funny thing, too, right? Because, like, there's a bunch of, like... There's a bunch of brands that I like that are like cliched masculine. Yeah. Like I like Irish Spring soap because I think it smells awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? No kidding. And, yeah. and I like like um, Head and Shoulder shampoo and Old I like Spice? like uh, well no but I like the Pinot. 
the club uh, clubman. Oh yeah. yeah right? Like the clubman. The green like, I love that smell. That smell makes <laughs> the me green think of my dad. Yeah. It makes me think of old school barber yeah, shops. Yeah, yeah. Such like cool. a manly smell. Yeah. Like I like right guard. Like I like yeah. those brands. Yeah. Like you know, and, and it's not like because I'm not buying those things because they think they make me more masculine it's just like i like the smell and i or i have positive associations with those brands and yeah. i just like their products over the years so yeah. i bought those things over the year and i i often sometimes see stuff that's like a little too fancy boy like if i see a dude buying like 25 dollars shampoo or yeah. something yeah. or like yeah. super fancy or what if it's called like Oh, natural the worst is like, like these uh super fancy soft skin soaps like predator predator body <laughs> like the axe body spray. yeah uh, sex panther by killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. killer yeah you know, exactly. it's like uh finish her right. kill the shower <laughs> take the shower kill it but that's <laughs> kill the kill the germs <laughs> kill that fucking shower man i'm gonna right? kill it blood so it's like, Blood, yeah. so there's a fine line, right? Something. So there's like this bro marketing, which is like over the top. Yeah. And then there's like these traditionally whatever, like man, masculine brands, bro. Right. And then there's like, then there's like the over fancy boyness of some of, of these, of some of this stuff. Where Delicate. All this, right. Where you get into like, you know, $9 soaps and $25 shampoos. And I kind of have a problem with that stuff too. Like on the flip side of it, like. You know, like, you're a dude, man. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck are you buying that shit for? Like, you know, there's a part of me that feels that about that stuff. So I'm not, like, over here, like, you know. I'll see you at Harmon's. I'll be into Harmon's. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> no fucking You've never been to Harmon's? No. Oh, Harmon's, yeah. What's That's, Harman's? like, one of my girl's favorite stores. It's, like, a... Um, if you're traveling, if you're going to go on a plane, you go to Harmon's, and they have all, like, little... Oh, yeah, they uh, have all the travel size. They have little they all, travel size like things. A, not a pharmacy, because you don't get prescriptions filled. It's, like... My girl goes there, gets there, toiletries, makeup, oh, okay, okay, fucking okay. like yeah. cheap, affordable, cosmetics, okay. kind of uh, superstore. Okay, not okay. the size of Walmart, but like just. Okay. They don't got the blood in there. So instead, you going, so instead of getting your stuff from like a CVS or from a supermarket, you'd get it from Harmons. Yeah, and okay. but it's like no no prescription. Yeah, it's okay. everything's good, everything from like a shaver to razors to right. lotions to makeup, like. Anytime we're like in Jersey, my girl's like Harmons. I'm like, all right, we gotta stop. I think Bath and Body Works owns it. Okay, that makes sense. You know what bothers me about Harmons though is that they have the same aisle set up as an Aldi, where you gotta go all the way down the aisle and come all, like a first, maze. Yeah, mm. the I first don't like that. the oh, first aisle it funnels you. Yeah. yeah, interesting. I haven't been to Aldi since they like went all all natural and organic. Me neither, and but I heard about that. Yeah, That's I gotta cool. I gotta go Check over there. That's a good move because they were always like good. He's always seemed like they were really good prices, but not a great selection. Didn't we get muffins yeah. from there once? We did get muffins. Yeah. <sighs> That's when we're on that muff life. When you're the pre pre training muffin, pre training muff chocolate chip. But I've been in all these too, where all these kind of feels like like a a bazaar in Bangladesh or something. Yeah, yeah. Where you know, like you feel definitely like, get that kind of. It's also because you feel like you should be strapped or have a machete or something when you're standing. Yeah. Behind. It's also just because like the rationale behind how they arrange items like i've only been in like been in it twice but right. it's like it's not arranged by right, category right, right. Sure, it's sure. almost random it like gets you off balance you're like oh, i should buy something <laughs> like, I think there's like some weird right, right, right. psychological thing when they're like we're gonna unsettle the customer right because like there's a dairy thing in each aisle throw off what they've come to expect <laughs> yeah, there's cereal in every aisle every eight feet there's one box we got to like, talk to the higher hats of aldi see what's going on
And also something I want you guys to be aware of, something I want you guys to get used to, is that the G-Code Takeover has begun and the Takeover Tour starts Saturday, June 17th in South Jersey at the Brigantine Fitness Center. We're going to make our way north. There's no telling where we're going to stop along the way, but we're going to break people off with all kinds of swag, with some vice, and with a special limited edition t-shirt that's coming out specifically for the tour to kind of leave our mark on this planet and let people know that we've arrived. So look out for us on the tour. Look out for us on the road. We're going to be coming to a gym, to a supplement shop, to a burger spot near you. There's like a serious science behind how supermarkets are laid out, like right. psychologically, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the color, oh, the color sure. of when fruit go and like everything and how desserts are last. Like right. there's like a whole fucking thing behind it. So, so yeah. Google so, that. Yeah. Well, there, there's, there's something to be said about that. And I'm going to talk about that. But I, yeah, I just want to go back to say on record that as much as I despise Brogurt and all of this like over masculine marketing, I also don't like like the ultra pretty boy, fancy boy, like boutique stuff. It's a fine dudes. line. It's so no boutique line. stuff for dudes and no like over the top, you know, masculine. I swear, I swear, I'm a tough guy. Well, I'll right? tell yeah. you, I'll tell you, there's like a new thing, and here's something I refuse to do. Okay. And if uh, it turns out that every place starts doing this, I will just never go to them. Okay. And that's appointments for haircuts. Oh sure. At a barber yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now look, if I got long, pretty boy hair or right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I got to do like a, you know, you could totally fuck that yeah, up. Yeah. But like at a place where you get like a hot shave man's yeah, yeah, barbershop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the idea that I got to call ahead and yeah. be like, is Ted free for the two o'clock? Right. And like do a whole fucking. <laughs> and I'm seeing that like everywhere. I got denied. I was in PA somewhere, right. like out of town. I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, finally a fucking barbershop. You have to drive for yeah, like two yeah. miles. I go in there like, there's no one there. They're like, well, the two's booked. I'm like, there's no yeah, one here. They're like, yeah, well, yeah. Tim's runs a little late. Well, I have, I have something to say about that. Cause when, yeah. When your barber's your guy and you can shoot him a text. And yeah. 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 Well, so, so my barber is extremely busy. He's always like, oh, I don't know if I could do it today or tomorrow. And sometimes he's got to give me cuts like after eight o'clock. Okay. But then there's like another thing where barbers and I'm not talking on behalf of all the barbers or I'm trying, not trying to blast them or anything, but I feel like if you get a haircut, it should be like $20 or $30, something like that. Max. Yeah. So, like, people are trying to open up barbershops and charge people, like, 100 bucks. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's that exists, especially, like, which in if, this area. If yeah. you're a traveling barber, it makes sense. If you're going to someone's house and you're cutting the hair, which they do. Like, my one buddy, uh, shout-outs to Bergs, Baby Bergs on Instagram. He goes and he cuts uh, the Philadelphia Eagles hairs. Their nice. hairs. The follicles. Yeah. <laughs> All of their hairs. Nice. But he gets like a nice, you know, he gets a nice little check from them. But yeah, the thing with appointments, depending on, like you said, if you just go to a spot and you're like, just let me get a cleanup. And it's they're like, like no, we can't take it. It's like thing that's going on, man, where it's like. It's tough. You got I, like an app. I got, to get a, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got two two things about that. One, uh, I completely agree. Uh, but I will say that like, like with a good example was like Webstar. Yeah. I would just text when he was with my bar for a long time, for several years. I would just text him and he would tell me when to come in. So then I didn't have to wait yeah. because one of the things that's rough is if you go it to a barber shop that's popping, and then I'm not saying popping like fa like fancy or ultra popular, but you just go to a barber shop that's got like say a few chairs and a lot of people go to it. You're waiting two hours for a haircut. That's yeah. rough. Waiting yeah. two hours for a haircut 
is rough. I hate that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Tara, a long Tara time. Tara wants to fucking kill me when I, think I go I'm to spoiled. get a haircut and I come back three hours later. She wants That's to like kill you me. send a text, I'm in the chair. Yeah, oh my I'm God. I'm in the chair, she babe. wants to kill me. Wants to kill me when it happens. I think I'm spoiled in that. Like if there's like a long wait somewhere, I just walk past it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go to the next one? A couple every blocks. For the most, well, I mean, I mostly shave my head. I miss getting a haircut as a right. ritual, so right. I go and get a shave a lot. Right. Yeah. Facial shave. yeah, yeah. And I found this awesome place called Los Muchachos. Nice. Shout out. Nice. Where uh, I went there the first time, and this dude and his son are there, and they break out like a full drum set. Bongo drums, whatever. Like wow. It was like a whole dude comes out it's with a It's a concert horn. while you're getting a cut? Dude, so I'm sitting there. First time I've been to the place, I got the straight razor to the neck, and literally, I'm not even kidding, a foot and a half away. It was like a festive carnival, wow. and I'm just sitting there like, don't flinch. Like, I wasn't even <laughs> expecting it. Like I, right. I came during halftime, yeah. and uh, it was crazy, man. Wow. But last time I went, I mean, like this is how authentic, if you want to call it that. Or Los Muchachos Barbershop on 30th go. F. There you go. I guess I'll, <laughs> like see, I'll see everyone there. In Astoria, nice. New York. Yo, nice. last time I was there, dude, they had simulcasted cockfighting on the TV. <laughs> and that awesome. threw me for a fucking loop. <laughs> that place is awesome. Wow. And, and the dude is shaving my neck while he's watching it and like... He's into it. Into it, it's the Super Bowl. Wow. And above the mirror, the framed chicken that I'm assuming... Wow. The picture Little of Yeri French, Seinfeld. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this chicken won him like many wow. proud victories. Wow. Because it's framed like where I would expect like the Virgin Mary to be. Wow. There's the chicken. Wow. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, Jesus, what the That's fuck? That's amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. That just but that shows you how like the whole world is in Queens. You're sharpen those talents. Oh yeah, no, I mean it's like the whole world is. In I Queens. could go to the hipster guy, and pay eighty five dollars for an appointment. For just, just, just to just get my head shaved. Just for a consultation. Yeah, just just for a look at your head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see if I get approved. Right. They have to vet me. Right. They, if they like my suspenders or not to let me in. <laughs> we were saying about uh, just about the supermarket psychology and one brilliant nugget for everybody to take with them that I got from my, my boy uh, Sam Bird, who's my counselor and also one of the great lifters in the world. Just an awesome human being, but he's, a, he's an attorney in Tennessee. And... Uh, one of the brilliant nuggets that I picked up, you know, whenever you're like around people who are better than you at various things, it's a good idea to pay attention, at least yeah. take mental notes, right? And one thing that he pointed out was that uh, your best bet in terms of shopping in a way that is uh, good for your health and good for your physique is to shop the perimeter of the store. Yep. If you think about how a store, a supermarket is set up, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, absolutely. So it's basic. So what he's talking about basically is fruits and veggies, meats, and dairy. Absolutely. Are on the perimeter. And then like the less of the stuff in the, in the aisles that you're buying, theoretically, right? Because a lot of it is a lot of processed stuff. Yeah. The less processed stuff you, 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 know, you consume, uh, the better. So if most of the bulk of your spending and your time is spent at the store on the perimeter... And less of it on the aisles, the better choices you're making in terms of your physique and your health. And have you noticed, like, no, it totally makes sense. And I think supermarkets picked up on that there were people who would not go down entire aisles, like the chip and soda aisle. Right. So have you seen the supermarkets that now, like, only put the chips on the end of the aisle and not down the aisle? Interesting. And I think it's because they know people are like, don't go down that aisle. That's it. 
I don't want anything down this aisle, but then it's everywhere else. It's scattered. But you get three for ten. I mean, I would crush it right now. Trying to keep me away from the cookie aisle. Yeah, he definitely. That's the thing I do. I go into ShopRite, I hit the U. I go through the produce, hit the seafood, the meats, go down to yogurt and the chess. Broger. And the hit the broger aisle. Buy some, buy some tampons and broger. Get some Fairlife milk. <laughs> get my Fairlife. Yeah, that's another brand. That's another brand. Speaking like. of meats, what do you think of that Fairlife milk? Have you had it? Uh, I have not. It's, it's good, man. You, you, fuck with it? you, I, you know what, dude? I do not drink a lot of milk. I, I know. It, I don't. When you let me see if I can snap your arm. Milk is for babies. <laughs> when you, milk is for babies. When you grow up, you drink beer, right, Arnold? Wow! Yeah, I haven't heard that yeah, one. Yeah, but, uh, but a lot of a lot of bodybuilders don't don't. That's even not touch the milk. kind of reinforcement I need as I'm trying to Dude, turn the fitness corner. A lot, of, a lot of bodybuilders don't even don't even touch milk. But Fairlife milk is awesome because it's uh, it's processed and strained in a certain way, or whatever, where it's higher in protein, um, and lower in sugar and no lactose. Doesn't yeah. make you feel bloated at all. No, it's not. It's not cheap though. No, That's I'd say that like ninety percent of the liquids I consume are water or. Coffee slash vice. Nice. And then there's Saliva. like alcohol and a r- very rare kombucha or something nice. like that. Like, you know, it has to be. Those are big, those kombucha drinks. Fucking Tall, yeah. Shady, Tall Shady crushes those things. I mean, you know, here I am going in against the uh, hipsters. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember like it was like 08 and you and me were in New York. Oh, yeah. And that was the first time I ever came yeah. across the same fermented brand. beverage. No, same brand, yeah. yeah. Beer flavored Broger. You know what I like about them, though, is like, it's not, there's certain ones of them don't have a lot of sugar. Right. And so I'm getting, I'm getting a lot, it's like a good change up for something to drink where right, I don't, right. where I'm not just drinking fucking, right. you know, Kool-Aid. Yeah, you know yeah, no, I told you, yeah, for sure. I mean, not that I don't like the taste of Kool-Aid, but Kool-Aid's I, I want that Kool-Aid God. experience without... Just, yeah, with you all know, the sugar, just yeah. plain refined sugar, the white death, if you will. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of like the white death, <laughs> <laughs> the white devil. I'm quite fond of, quite fond of the white death and the white devil. But speaking but of meats, you're not supposed to consume too much of it. One of us had just broke a burger streak. Well, the day, the day is not over. Oh, yet, Mark that's Bernardi. true. So let's it's just per day. Your role there, my it's friend. It's just per day. All right. Well, yeah, I have a bit of a Dimaggio. <laughs> the burger R- Ripken <laughs> Ripken-esque streak going on. <laughs> Oof, that's a long streak, dude. Yeah. I, I have a six consecutive day burger streak. I've come in today. I, I, oh, yeah, I can make it a week. Dirt. I can make it a week. I can make it a week tonight. I mean, once you get the six, you it's have a lifestyle. To, you have to. You have to <laughs> and make once a get decision the six, it's not, a lifestyle. Yeah. Get the ten, it's a religion. <laughs> Jesus. You'd have to make a decision not, not to, have to have a burger. burger. Are yeah. you interested in even how that happens? Yeah, I need to I know. mean, I can. I, I, it's not that outside of the parameters of how I live my yeah, life, where I can't imagine. But uh, p- please explain okay. how this. You had is. a barbecue and it got rained out. Go. Well, <laughs> there's a barbecue in there. Oh, all right, all right. So it started off right where, like, you know, at least once one night a week. I mean, it gets expensive, and it's one way to go broke is eating out too much. No, facts. No shit. Right? Facts. But, a car payment a month. Uh, seriously, you can blow so much money in the way, and, and the problem is you don't notice that you're blowing the money until like, you kind of look until back, or it's until gone. you're broke, and you're like, <laughs> why am I so broke? Oh, it's because you eat out every meal, right? Um, it's far from every meal, right? But like at least one night a week, sometimes two. Um, you know, Tara's got so much on her plate taking care of the babies, the yeah. idea of her cooking. Right, so a lot I of the time it. I get home late, and it's like the idea that she's gonna cook now. It's like she deserves better than that. I gotta do something. Mm-hmm. I gotta feed the girl, so she doesn't have to worry about it. Right, there's a spot over by me, um, called Doyle's Poorhouse, and it's like a um, 
good food spot, you know, little like local tavern bar. Burgers. I think there's a couple of them. Burgers and taps. Yeah. I think there's a couple of them. Not fancy at all. Yeah. Um, but like pretty good food, right? And uh, they don't deliver, but they do take out. And it's only like two miles from my crib, right? And uh, so like the Thursday night came around and I was like tired, whatever. And I was like, yeah, I've been, been eating really well. And I was just like dying for a burger. So I was like, all right, fuck it. We got a burger. And she, I forget what she got. She got like a quesadilla, a damn quesadilla. Goddamn quesadillas. And uh, went and picked it up at a burger. No big deal. Friday comes around, right? And uh, I was actually out running errands, but I brought Sienna with me. And we went by Hardcore Nutrition. Shouts to Hardcore Nutrition and Manahawken. And uh, to talk about Vice. And then I went to go get a haircut at Carmine's, but it was going to be one of those three-hour situations. And gotcha. I had Sienna with me. You stand in there, there's people sitting outside on the bench. I'm like, all right, that's not going to happen today. Drive right? by. Uh, went to scoop up some some stuff, uh, Walmart, and then she wanted to go to Wendy's. So you go to Wendy's, what do you get? <sighs> Thermal Alone, what do you get at Wendy's? <sighs> it's only one thing you get. That's right. The I JBC. got a Wendy's thing for you related to this topic. Okay. Post-training day on Saturday. Okay. I went to Wendy's okay. right after, and this is the strangest fast food order of my life. You got a salad at Wendy's. I got one Junior cheeseburger. Okay. One? One. Wow. That's it. I don't know how to feel about that. There's lettuce. Well, let me tell you, I was going to somebody's house. Okay. Literally like two-tenths of a mile You got a burger on the way to the barbecue? (laughs) Well, no. Like, I knew. Called to see if they needed anything because we had just trained. I'm like, what am I going to eat? I I don't know what I'm walking into. And it was like very spontaneous that I was even going to stop by because we were in the neighborhood for, for Vice and everything. And, uh... They're like, oh, like meat and cheese and like kind of stuff. Like, you know, sprinkled. I was starving at their train, starving. So I'm like, well, I need something. I need to have eaten something that isn't like just cheese and a cracker. But I can't go in and, you know, and eat a full Wendy's thing right Right. now and then go to somebody's house. Sure. Yeah. So I literally was like, I'm getting one thing, but I've never done that before. Right. I was actually like proud of myself because I could have. I'm sitting there now. If my wife been like, "Yeah, I need some too," then it would have been flowing. Yeah, the whole thing. But yeah, one right. singular. It's okay. Just enough to hold you over. Sorry, you got a little influx of calories and a little protein. You're lo- I feel like a bitch right I now. I put it on Twitter the other day. I feel like Nineteen a grams. What? Nineteen <laughs> grams of protein in a junior bacon cheeseburger. I think my exact tweet was: "There's nineteen grams of protein in a Wendy's junior bacon cheeseburger." You're welcome. Hashtag bodybuilding. <laughs> but okay, so I got I got so I got two of those uh, on uh, Friday with Sienna, and we, we had like a little Wendy's date. And it was awesome. Um, Saturday we had training day at Vinny G's gym, which is conveniently located like four doors down from a Five Guys. Five, five guys. doors down from a Five Guys, right? Um, and I'm not always the biggest Five Guys enthusiast, but I'll tell you, I was hungry. And I got, uh, I was with my boy Brundo Kicks, aka Brendan Centrillo. Boom! And uh, Anna San and Vinny G and uh, Davey Vanes and Bubba. Right? Solid and, crew. And we Boogeyman. Got, and we got it. Boogeyman wasn't there. No. He's eating clean. How many booths? How many tables did it require? It was all, only, a, only a couple of tables, but uh, but I got, a, you know, their regular cheeseburger, but with bacon on it. But their <sighs> regular cheeseburger is two burgers, it's like a double yeah. burger, right? So I I just crushed one of those. Brendan crushed one of those, and they got the pep, the uh, Coca Cola freestyle machine, so you can get an exotic beverage. Ooh, that's one of the ways I'll know I've Legit. made it when I got one in the kitchen. 
<laughs> All right. So that was so that was Saturday. So that's three burgers, right? Then Sunday was uh, we had uh, just some family over because it's Maddie's twentieth birthday. Twenty skull. Twenty. If you want to check, if you want to start playing your ageism card, there's there's one for you. That crazy. Maddie turned twenty. Um, and we, uh, so so I was like, all right, my goal for this kid's 20th birthday is to make her the ultimate burger, right? So what I got, goal? so I got Kobe beef burgers. Nice. Okay. Potato roll, American cheese, <laughs> bacon, lettuce, tomato, right? Your head was so congested with burgers. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. I got to make her yeah, a yeah. burger. You know what she'd love? <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she's she's like you. a vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, right? So made her a, a monster burger for her birthday. Um, that went went over really well. Um, but I had bought um, like some extra beef too, right? And it's like crazy, like how some of this stuff is getting much better priced, right? So I got a uh, pound of the uh, grass-fed beef, right? Ground four ninety nine, four ninety nine for a pound, yeah. right? It's not bad at all, right? Yeah. Because that's basically like four meals or four burgers. Um, <clears throat> so I had four burgers left over. Okay. It's too many. It's the only one thing to do. Right. So I had four burgers left over going into Monday. Right. So you do the math. Monday I had two. Yeah. Tuesday I, well, I'm not going to let these burgers go to waste. It'd be a sin. It'd be a total fucking People starving. Sin. Right? That's what I'm saying. People starving in this world is, you know. People who want burgers. This wonderful be- grass fed beef in my refrigerator. I'm going to let it go to waste. I don't fucking think so. So Monday, two burgers. Tuesday, two burgers, and today is Wednesday. So you'll see how the. So you have to have two today. I just have to have. I mean, you have a two day. You have a two day two burger streak. It could be a three day two burger streak if you. That's a good point. King of the burgs. Wanted to abuse yourself. So six, right? So that's how you get a. That's how you put together a six day burger streak. Well, will you? I don't know. Have a burger. I don't know. I just. I don't have any burgers at home right now. I mean, you just had an opportunity at lunch (laughs) to have a burger. I said Boca burger, not bacon burger. I did, and my meal, my meal was pretty. Pretty damn good. I had a salad. I had salmon with potatoes and asparagus. Ooh. Moscow Neasy hit the burger. But Crushed with an egg. Destroyed it with an egg. I remember uh, one time me and Sco were were somewhere for a film festival. If you like it, put an egg on it. That's what I said. Me and Sco were somewhere (laughs) for a film festival. And uh, this is like a sign of how comfortable we are. I just remember this random stuff. How comfortable we are with each other and how like well you know me at this point. Where we were starving. And we were like at a hotel lobby bar waiting for food. And I went to take a leak. <laughs> and he was starving too. And the waitress came back. And I'm, I'm like, and I'm like, yo, did the waitress come in? He's like, yeah, I ordered for you. I'm like, you did? And you're like, yeah, I got you a burger with an egg on I just look for whatever had the most protein. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I was <laughs> going to go that. wrong. Yeah, was, Eat that's it while what you what I would order anyway. Yeah. So... Yeah, so that's how you that's how you put together put together a like DiMaggio like six day. Burger we talked street. about burgers last week too. We might have to. Uh, you want to? All right, I have theme. one thing to say about burgers. Okay. I was at a wedding, and the end of the night, what do they have at the door? White Castle. Yes. Wow, I guess not I a crave case. Did that. Not a crave I case. Almost assigned someone just to do that. For Dude, the wedding. they had crave crates. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an Amazon box full of fucking burgers. Wow. They will actually sponsor your wedding, White Castle. They do White Castle weddings. I enjoy White Castle, but thing. you guys are hardcore White Castle advocates. Yeah. Well, you got to understand, one, I lived my uh, literally Fordham, two years. Bronx. And I'm going to be there this Saturday wow. at that White Castle, wow. taking the wife to the old college wow. and going to a Yankee game afterwards. Nice. Bronx. My sister hooked me the up X. with some. The, the bro- hooked me up with some uh, Yankee tickets for nice. my birthday. So nice. Nice. Uh, Going to do it all. It's going to be a rough day of eating. Nice. 
and I just know it in advance. So you're going to train intensely no right up to it. That's the plan. It's all just, just to be, absorb it. It's like all just going to go into it your muscles. fell under the truck. <laughs> <laughs> just crumbled to bits. I got to go to like, it's Little Italy. Okay. And we're going to be there for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Bronx. So there's like the Italian Tid- deli. Title Brothers in Little Italy, which is just an incredible, incredible deli. And they got the, the fountain of youth olive oil there. Yes. Makes no, you younger. Yeah, so it's good. like supposed to change your life. The Don, Don Luigi's olive oil <laughs> title brothers in, in Little Italy. <laughs> Holy the shit. truth. Legit. The truth. Legit. Yeah. There's like, it's tough to try to squeeze everything in. There's like a chick, a place that has like famous chicken rolls, like mm-hmm. a pizza place that I got to okay. go to. A White Castle. Wow. It's going to have to happen. Mike's Deli, which is like a, you know, meats hanging from the rafters. yeah. Like, that's where, like, Hillary Clinton stopped when she was running for president to right. fucking get a sandwich. Like a destination deli. Yeah, you have to, oh, you're in the Bronx, you have to take a picture right. there if you're, like, a politician. Right. And then there's, like, the real Italian places. And that's before I even get to Yankee Stadium. Right. I'm like, oh, I got to take her. She's never been to Yankee Stadium, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I got to take her. To- I've never been to the new Yankee Stadium. I mean, look. I was only at the OG Yankee Stadium. Well, not the OG. There's a reason I don't go very often. OG Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I call it, like, Visa Stadium. Yeah, sure. It's, like, a concrete. Yeah, yeah. Edifice. Yeah, it's like a, a parking garage. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You know? yeah. But still all awesome. the infrastructure awesome. around yeah, it and everything, I got to show awesome. her all that. For so sure. it's You got a lot of work to do, dude. So you and just that's gotta train not like, including beer. So you just so, have to train like a lunatic <laughs> and destroy your body in a good way, leading up to it. I am so then that day, there this That week. way it's all just processed as fuel and it goes straight into your muscles. Yeah. I don't, there's no biological, uh, you know, Evidence that that actually happens, but that's what I tell nope, myself. But it, yep, just train like a free. There's no train, evidence of that. Train, happens. train yourself deep, deep, deep into like a def a caloric deficit that you <laughs> can't possibly recover out of, and then just load load up on calories. And whatever you train, it's gonna go. Whatever <laughs> you eat, it's gonna go. Like, oh, you know, like right it's muscle. a tall task for me to create a caloric. Create, create a Michael Phelpsian demand. Yeah, that's what you got to do leading up to it. No, I mean I've uh, I'm halfway there this week. That is basically my plan, especially because. Saturday night turned into a bit of an extravaganza of eating last week. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, all right, I got to crush, 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 crush. Yeah. And then I know it's coming again next Saturday. I, I Sometimes I get like, um, like I get stuck on like the, the cultural anthropology of words and like just breaking words down. And I think ex- extravaganza is a cool word because it's extravaganza. <laughs> What's it's not just a vaganza. What's a vaganza? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's Hit not just. A, it's Let not just. Know. It's not just a vaganza. Vaganza at G code. Vaganza. It's an extra vaganza. You know what I'm saying? It's my Italian friend's last name. What are you talking about? Vaganza. Tony Vaganza. Tony Vaganza. Dude, you're acting like a vaganza. You need some brogurt. Yeah, you're right. His you're big right. brother's extra vaganza. Sco switched to the Yankees hat, by the way. He did. He's looking good on him. I got, I'm trying to break it in. I'm, but I, if I shave my head. It's it's I got a little bit of a growth right now. If it's shaved, I don't wear a hat usually at all. So I only it. have like a couple. Because you want to show it off. Yeah, new cut. I, I get, just I also yeah. don't like the feel of a hat on my shaved head. Yeah, I get the hair bristly. Bald. Yeah, just it's, it's ir- it irritates over. It's like when your neck time. hair gets stuck in your collar of your shirt. I hate that. I get that like little haircut window because I you'll all usually catch me with a hat on my head, but like. Except for like the three days after I get hurt. Yeah. I got the fr- the fresh Riley. The Pat Riley cut. I get the fresh yeah. Riley and nice. I'll rock it for a couple of days and then it's back to the hat. Nice. <laughs> Speaking of Riley, wh- how do you feel about, uh, just to get to some sports shit. Okay. How do you feel about what's unfolding in the finals? 
I mean, I already know. Uh, but I mean, I, I, I mean, all right. In I, this context, yeah, yeah. I just think it's an it's an ass whipping so far. In the context of watching the series, yeah, and knowing that the Warriors lost last year, yeah, and recruited Durant, yeah, and mm-hmm. he came to the fucking team, yeah, and now they're like trotting around the court celebrating, yeah. All these fucking wide open shots. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah don't yeah. get me wrong; some are contested. Yeah, I mean, but and, it bothers me. And they beat so much they beat Durant last year, and now Durant's on their team. Dude, Durant should like have been like recruiting the ball. one missing yeah, piece he needed to beat Golden State, yeah. not to go to the super team agree. and fucking. Yeah, it bothers me. Bo- you know, of course, that part bothers There's, me. There's like <clears throat> the balance is off, dude. Yeah, that, the balance is off. And people are like taking shots at LeBron. Yeah, like I see, you know. Uh, but, but oh god yeah. what I the people yeah the uh, I don't understand there's like a very tiny penis thing going on with like the LeBron hate and those guys are definitely eating brogurt yeah <laughs> same dudes same dudes <laughs> I guarantee you there's like a correlation you could go and do like a the you could do a college thesis on like a correlation Get some between d- like data analytics yeah, that are like yeah, oh this yeah, guy yeah. hates LeBron and ordered brogurt yeah there's like a lot of that going on <laughs> we should condense it to one click yeah like, yeah yeah, uh, not not a not a bunch of like manly manly real men, secure men. I know that hate LeBron, but that's just a, that's just a different tangent. But I'll say uh, that I will say that it's a ass whipping so far. But remember what happened last year. Yeah, no, I mean I don't think it's. I think it'd be a tall task. Of course, I, I don't think it's course, really because last year there was no Durant. The, yeah. Now instead of Harrison Barnes, it's Durant. Yeah, you got dropping the, forty right. wide open. So they they they, <laughs> Cleveland had to basically pull off a miracle to beat them last year and now they added the third best player in the NBA. It's going to be tough. The, so it's dude, like, it bothers me to, like more than I would have even guessed it would have two weeks yeah, ago but now that I'm watching it yeah, yeah. and I was like pulling for Cleveland expecting Golden State to win sure. but just the way that they act I know. I and celebrate I know. and that they were recruiting yeah, him yeah, yeah. as they're playing against him, yeah, and yeah. as he's thinking, like, oh, maybe I'll come join yeah, you ugh, fucking guys. Ugh. Like, that it even is entering his mind, ugh. and that they're actively doing it, and it was cool with all of them. Chuck Daly's rolling over in his grave. I'll do <laughs> Every yeah. player that yeah. we grew up with, even yeah. Magic and Larry respected each other. Oh, like, the thought of, like, Magic, like, you know, Larry losing the first time they played and being yeah, like, yeah. maybe I should go. Yeah. Oh, my God. What if I played with <laughs> Maybe I should join Magic yeah, so that I get a ring, yeah, yeah. even though I didn't have to beat anyone yeah, to do it. Yeah, yeah. They were up 3-1 last year. How about you finish that series yep. instead of going to get Durant? Yep. I look at it like this. You ever play the game NBA Jam? Of course. You would pick a team, right? You would pick all these teams, and they'd have like two or three guys that you're like so excited to play with. Like, oh, I'm going to play with you know Kemp and Peyton or yeah. whoever. Now, if you were to play NBA Jam, yeah, yeah. who are you picking? yeah. Like, there's so much imbalance in the NBA right now, and it bothers me. I used to play you with the Nets. the two teams that are in the finals. I played with yeah. the Nets on NBA Jam. Wow. Kobe! Who were, was it Kenny Anderson and Derek Coleman? Yep. That was my squad on NBA Jam. <laughs> the Nets. Kenny he's Anderson a, and Derek Coleman. He's an assistant coach at Georgia Tech, I think. Kenny is? Or he's, he's gotten back into coaching. There's a documentary out on Kenny Anderson wow. this, this year. Awesome. Or coming out. Awesome. Hmm. Yeah. There's also an Andre the Giant documentary coming I out, saw... and a Ric Flair documentary. Yeah, Ric Ric Flair thirty for thirty. Woo! Coming out. That's gonna be fire. Those will be two. Flair, hey, Flair's still doing it, man. All time ones. But you know what's dope though? You're just talking about um, guys being coaches and whatnot. Yeah. So the Nets were my team on NBA Jam. Can't I had the Sonics, home. you know. Until that's, I... No, that was that was a good that was a good one though. And Jordan wasn't on NBA Jam. Remember? Yeah, it was uh, Horace Grant and, and Scottie Pippen. Pippen. Yeah. But uh, wow. Boom 
shakalaka. That's yeah, that's pretty accurate. But you know the the crazy he's on fire. I'm impressed. Um, but the <laughs> but the crazy thing is that um, uh, that Ewing is the head coach of Georgetown and Mullins is the head coach of St. Yeah, John's. and they're gonna play each other. That's yeah. pretty crazy. That's and sick. Ewing are are they against each other? Are both those teams in the Big East still? Yes. Thank God. Sad that you have to ask that. No, question. I know. And I barely know, and I'm I'm pretty sure yes. It's one of the reasons I barely watch college I know, basketball. I, know. I get it. I get it. Yeah, you know, there's like four teams in the Big East. Yeah. No, I get it. It's sad. Yeah. It's it's Nova's still Nova's still in the Big East though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Nova's. Yeah, yeah. So you got Nova, Nova Georgetown, Nova, Saint John's, Georgetown, but Saint John's. is it like DePaul? But Syracuse isn't anymore. It's like Yeah, no, Syracuse is in the ACC. Yeah. For football. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a bunch of random teams in the Big like East. Syracuse and Duke sense. are in the same yeah, yeah, yeah. one. I know. The fuck. I know. But do you think that the Cavs are gonna show them something or no? I, I don't think they're going to get swept. I think, I think it'll gonna, be more competitive in the game. I think they'll push back. Apparently, I, I read something like that Irving might be hurt. And if he's oh. hurt, well, I was really? saying, I'm saying that he's been playing hurt. There are these, oh, okay. Well, there's these flashes of brilliance with Kyrie. I mean, you know how good he is. But like, and there are instances over the past few years where he'll carry them for a quarter at a time, whatnot. Oh, like, yeah. But he really, he really needs, he and, he and love need to like make their presence felt yeah if they're they're Dude, gonna have any chance I, I i'm i'm dead serious about this Kyrie Irving has one of the best handles i've ever oh, seen for sure ridiculous he, it's he, ridiculous his ability not just his handle but his i mean they talk about it his finishing broadcaster is yeah. finishing but at his size yeah he shakes guys and gets at crazy angles yeah. at the hoop yeah that are just fucking unbelievable. There, there was a curry bucket that the internet went crazy for where he, he got one on LeBron. And there was a Kyrie play a couple minutes prior that it was, was so much better. And it's yeah. clear that people don't know basketball. Yeah. Because you'd be talking about yeah. the Kyrie take it to was the basket. Dude, it's because Curry yeah, puts yeah. his hand in the fucking air yeah, yeah, yeah. and acts like he just yeah, yeah. dropped 50 a game for seven games yeah, to win the fucking yeah, title yeah, yeah. at the home. The movie put course. on LeBron? The move that, that yeah, Curry the movie put, on LeBron. put on LeBron was. The double dribble. Was it double dribble? Yeah. Oh, they show that. it in slow-mo. He, he holds the ball, I wasn't... and then he goes back down. Oh, That's why LeBron jumped on him. Oh, I, didn't I didn't even see that. I'll show, I'll well, show you guys. I, mean, I wasn't even play. hating on the Curry move. Like, it is what it is, and it was a nice take to the basket. But I was saying that Kyrie, Kyrie had to play a few um, minutes earlier in the game that was, like, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Sometimes it looks like he doesn't have an angle for the shot to yeah, go in. yeah, yeah. You know, and it's 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 incredible how you know, not so much in the finals this year, but just regularly over his career, man. It's he, he Dude, finishes crosses dudes out of the frame. I saw um when LeBron was playing in the finals for the Heat. I forget what year it was. They show Kyrie in the in the stands, like three three rows behind the actual oh, bleachers, yeah. and just regular street clothes, mm, just watching yeah. them. They're like, who's this kid? Mm. And when now he he's at, playing with he LeBron. Was, yeah. Wow. Just as a spectator. When he was at Duke or when he was in the NBA already? I think he was on Cleveland. I don't, no, I think... they must have picked him the year that the LeBron left. Mm, yeah. Because okay. when they had a shitty right, record, right, right. they got the first okay. pick. They show Riley, and then right next to him is Kyrie wow. just in street clothes watching wow. the game. It's do, crazy. Do you think he's trolling when he's talking about the earth being flat? No. Oh, God. There are people who literally are like, I'm standing at like a, the all-time rapper B.O.B. Yeah, sure. Who's like, he's I'm a flat on, earther. He's <laughs> like, I'm standing on the this building, the roof of this building, and that roof of that building is like half a mile away. Why isn't it curved? 
We'll go in the space and then look down. If you could get up there somehow, then tell me the, the earth is flat. It's like if you get up a little higher, you might see right. things vanish on the horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> There's a reason for it. What went over the edge? Yeah, yeah. The sidewalk, that comes to an end. Yeah, don't, but like, yeah, Kyrie believes that the earth's flat. And I, but I was like, I was sitting there thinking, like, Kyrie went to Duke, right? Yeah, I mean, I know, but he still. was he was on the campus. No, I know, but I just sit here and I think, like, come on, man. Well, yeah, but you see, Richard Jefferson got a shirt that says "Flat World Champions." Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, now was he trolling? He was trolling oh, Kyrie. Kyrie. Okay, okay. I mean, like okay. the whole team's like, "What are you a fucking okay, idiot?" Okay, like, okay. it's not, it's not like this is. Right. Let's not make this too rampant of a thing, but it exists and yeah. it's out there. I know. Bandwagon, like, stupid. People, a lot of people get their information from like clicking on related right. YouTube links. Right, right, sure. It's like they get into like a portal and before they know <clears> it, they're like. Conspiracy theory. Yeah, like, <laughs> that, that mass shooting never happens. Yeah. Clickbait and a lot. This is a lot of really just despicable, stupid stuff. I just click on the Brogert one. That's it, man. It's coming. You know, your forefathers had much more testosterone than you. This is true. <laughs> you are a frail, <laughs> so weak, insecure, frail weak, and it all comes down to the brand of yogurt oh you're eating. God. Oh, yo, but that was right. Around. But I didn't. I never segued right to Segway. the thing that I think is coming. Right, man, tea. Right, tea bag. No, <laughs> you don't think. Listen, here's the thing. I've been drinking tea my whole life, right? And like, like, obviously, we've been... It's hit, in the same vein as yogurt, kind of. Right? We've been hitting the wise That's ape. We've been hitting the wise ape, right? And, like, I think the brand that Joey Scola built is, like, has some masculine elements to it, but it's, like, evolved beyond that. It's not... It's, like, it's not... No. It's not, like, basking in insecurity. No, 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 it's, no. like... It's, no. It's, 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 it's got some masculine elements to it, but it's a brand for everyone. And right. It's just all about execution. It just yeah. looks great. Yeah. Um, but what I was thinking was, like, I wonder when that happens, right? Because, like, you know, like, I generally, like, I'll drink green tea. Like, I like red rose. PG Tips. Remember, I got mm -hmm. the yeah, PG yeah. Tips when we were at Goldcrest yep. back in the day? And, uh, which is, like, a British tea. That's amazing. Um, but, Brit like, there's all kinds. British. That sounds pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say. Uh, see, exactly. You're right. There needs to be, like, I got this one from the fucking mountains yeah, of, yeah. Uh, of uh, carnage. Yeah, yeah. So there'll be, like, some sort of, like, rugged tea brand. Norse. Man tea, like tea like testosterone yes. tea yeah you viking I mean? blood tea yeah yeah yeah. viking tea right there'll be there, i definitely think there'll be a move <laughs> made for people to market like manly teas it's coming out definitely somebody coming. just heard it definitely coming. gonna print money you gotta just send you me the, the shit tea out of your water <laughs> <laughs> yep so i think oh, that's coming. Man. i think the manly tea manly tea musk tea. tea bag yeah i think it's tea bag tea bagging i'll fucking tea bag someone it's coming. All right. <laughs> Testosterone <laughs> tea. Next week. It's coming. <laughs> Next week you on remember, The Man Show. Remember, prediction was here. Oh, God, The prediction Man Show. Here. That's a perfect example. Man Show. Did watch, that give birth to watch, You watch The Man Show in the man cave and you eat the brogurt. Dude, the hu the hungry man was actually the first one, but it wasn't like really a manly. Man witch? No, the hungry man. Did I get a hungry I'm man? I'm a fan of the man witch. Always been a fan of the, of the sloppy joe. It's back to the burger thing. I obviously have burger issues. It's, it all comes back to it. It's yeah, like a related sandwich. We all do. Yeah, but this the man which wasn't a masculine thing. It was just the name, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah but that was, I think that was why. It was like, a, like, and this is like, and to me that was like before that sort of cliched marketing, right? But it was just sort of, and a hungry man, right? The idea like, yeah, yeah. it was working class food. It's like for working dudes. It's like, oh, it tastes good. You could make it pretty easily, pretty yeah. inexpensively, put it on a sandwich. But that brownie's going to come it. out like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something. Yeah. What's your stance on veggie burgers? Good. I like them. We, you got a good one last week. Yeah. We ate together and I got like this black bean, yam, 
I don't know what was in it, but it was it fucking good. It seemed like fresh vegetables, like into formed into a patty as opposed yeah. to like a pre-frozen. And as long as you veggie. got like the ketchup, lettuce, tomato, onion, and the bun, it's like it's good. Yeah. No thanks. No. No, I'm good. Well, no, it's different. We're burger. taking different routes. Yeah. That's why I was asking. I'll have a burger and then I'll have a salad. <laughs> Greg's side. gonna have five more burgers in the next five days. I'll have a salad on the side. I'll have a burger and then I'll have a salad on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. I love salad. I love greens. I love all this stuff. But like, that's not. I'm not entering into the. Well, no, I'm not no. entering into the Dude. like the burger transaction you, and you buying the veggies. Is I, it that you can't like trick yourself into that you're eating a burger, or you'd rather not even fool yourself? No, I'd rather, eat, I'd rather eat the, the meat. I'd rather eat a protein source like from uh, like turkey or 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 red meat or yeah. whatever. That just in my preference. I'm I was like, just thinking of like something that's fast and my body can digest easily. But if you get a burger, like if I was to get a burger, I'd get a fucking burger. I don't know what it was. It was just kind of like a last minute. Uh, veggie burger. Cool. I'll try it. it. Right. You know, and listen, like you talk but they're like, usually like, really good. Black beans and stuff like that. Like you know, it's, it sounds good. Like I eat like Ezekiel bread. That's like a combination of like different um, vegetarian protein sources. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's yeah. meat in that, and that's like, you know, I feel like they're like loosely almost related. Like a veggie, the concept of a veggie burger, and then like a a bread that's made with sprouted. Green, sprouted grains and beans and shit like that. But, yeah. bread, but I'm just saying, uh, like, if I was gonna, if I was gonna do that, I would have a burger and then eat a salad, yeah. as opposed to. That. Well, then, if if you were a vegetarian, you eat a veggie burger. And it's like I had a burger. Oh no! Well, you I know, like it. one of those. We, I'm it. not a vegetarian. I'm not, no, I just, no. I, I don't know. I just wanted to try it. Hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying it's not, it's not my scene. There's a know. brand of bread that's pretty dope, Mestamacher. Have you seen Mestamacher? Oh, they Joey Mestamacher. They do fitness bread, it's called. And now, like, it. I it's I would not normally buy something that, like, says fitness in it. Because yeah, it just I don't immediately, like the word to, immediately to me is like a red flag. Right. That it's just marketing bullshit and not yeah. actually good for you. Right. But they have, that's just one of, like, their eight breads. The brand, they do, like, a whole grain rye and shit like that. Okay. It's almost like its own product. Right, right, right. And you can taste it. You can you could just look at it out of the package yeah, and yeah. realize like how healthy it is looking right, at it. Right. Totally different feel. It's like firmer. I'm trying to pull up a picture. What's so it called again? M E S T E M A C H E R. So Mestamacher. I'd have to see, see the packaging. I don't I'm, think I'm I've, gonna I show I've you seen it. Enrique Mestamacher. I don't think I've seen it. But sounds good. That's a nice little dash no, loaf. It's a uh, long, thin bread. It's right. almost like a loaf cut long oh, ways okay, okay. instead of short ways. Hmm. Oh. And uh, it's like whole grain thick. like it Horizontal just seems, cut? Yeah, horizontal <coughs> cut. Wow. And it's dope, man. It's dope. It's almost like I almost don't even count it as regular bread. Like right. I have to use well, it for different functions. That's what, I think, that's what I think of Ezekiel. Yeah. That's what I Similar. Think of Ezekiel. Let me see here. German. There you go. Yeah, it sounds it. Mr. Mocker. That's it. It's German. Nice. So. Sounds good. We are uh, cruising through here, guys. Hey. I missed the other hat already that you had on. See? See, I'm like, there's like the guy, there's like. <laughs> was it, like, I know mid, was it Middle like, Tennessee State? No, it was Southern Miss. Okay. Yeah. Clarence Weatherspoon? There you go. Oh. Wow, Baby Barkley. <laughs> Is that what they called him? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. There's guys who like sports. 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 I, you guys are like hat rotators. 
Yeah. I'm more like hat branding. Like, that's my hat. Yeah. And I wear the hat until, until the hat until the hat can't be worn anymore. Until it turns to dust. No, if it, no, I'm not, like, into, like, having the filthy hat. Yeah. But, like, to me, it's like, oh, that's my hat. For I, I literally broke it out of my, like, stack of hats that I have, like, in a suitcase somewhere. I'm like, that's my hat for the summer. Nice. So you'll be seeing more of it. Nice. Yeah, I, like, try to match the color with the shirt I or something like that. Yeah. Or just wear it because I like the way it fits. There I basically just wear the G-Code snapback lately. Well, but, there you go. But, like, you know, I, but the... Cop that, cop that. But the Go Hard, but like the, the go hard snapbacks I was the only other hat that I really wore. And then yeah. every so often... I would sneak in like a fitted, like a Mets fitted, or like the 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 Oakland A's, the Oakland A's Bash Brothers fitted. Like I'd break something like that out. Yeah. But in general, like I just wear wear the the black G code fit um, snapback. But like uh, an interesting thing, just along those lines, like a fashion thing, like something that I've never been able to do, never been cool with, is when it's the hat and the shirt and the sneakers and they all match. Too much. That's where you lose me. That's where you lose me, pal. It looks like your mom dressed you for Sunday for like Sunday school. And, and it's, it's like, like uh, a little too much. It's a little too And you can only wear that combo once every eight months. Yeah. For some reason in my head I just see like purple and teal when I imagine yeah. it. Yeah. Neon <laughs> colors. You know, Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's like true. and everything's super matchy matchy. And it's just like you went one step <laughs> super matchy matchy. You went one step too far, bro. One step too far, fam. I think there was a time when everyone would match everything. For like maybe a month. Yeah. No, like that's <laughs> like, like, this like, is too much. Like matchy. I start, if I start going down that road and I'm like, oh, it's too much. Matchy, matchy. Like, all right, for example, just for example, like I got a uh, while ago at a, a thrift store in Philly, I got a, an Iverson, like a black Iverson jersey. Nice. Yeah. Like nice. $5. That's all you Dope, need. Right. Clutch. Right. So it was, it was black Iverson jersey. Right. And then Dirt Malone got me. Um, a white Iverson jersey? No. He post Malone, post Malone, <laughs> post Malone got, got me a white Iverson Iverson. jersey. No, uh, Der Malone got me a pair of Iverson stance socks. Yeah, right. Dope. But I can't wear them together because it's too much. It's too much, right? Yeah. And like I, I'm not sitting here acting like I'm not thinking about my clothes because obviously at a certain I am. point you become like a mascot, right? And it's like like the one day I wore one day I wore uh, um, I one day I wore uh, go hard denim with uh, old Magic jersey. Lakers jersey, and I was like, if I wear the fucking Magic Converse, I'm gonna look like Fletch, <laughs> right? Hey, that's a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's that's an awesome goal. thing. That's my goal in life. It's an awesome thing, but it's like there, you can go one step too far with that yeah. stuff. Where it's just like I can't. It's too much. It's like yeah. it's like your your mama laid your clothes out for you on the bed. You know, it's just too much. I no, can't. Do yeah, it. it's like anytime I see that, I think of them like in the mirror. Worried the guy, worried sick. Like, oh my god, what if, what if my sock shoes fitted, fucking shirt? Everything doesn't match. It doesn't convey strength to me. It yeah. conveys like complete paranoia that yeah. a little tiny thing could be wrong, and then, you know, something's wrong with you. Mm -hmm. if that yeah. shit you know, it's like. And, and I've the always difference of the bear we talked about last right. week. Like if you're so obsessed with right. matching, like yeah. is that cool? Like that's the opposite. Of cool. And it's like I've been like into fashion like my whole life to some extent. But like Tara would be like this back in the day. But she'd be like, "How come you know your clothes never match when we go to the gym?" And I'm like, "Because I don't want to be the guy at the gym with all the clothes that match. Yeah. It's a little too much. Playing for the team. It's a little too like, much. Yeah. You know, it's a little too yeah. much when you look like that guy. But it's like and then like I but here I am. I'm I'm making a conscious decision to not match." Which is kind of almost the same as making 
the conscious decision to match because it's about like this level of self-awareness. So that's like, a good point. You know, that's interesting. But I've like cast away a lot of that stuff. Like I wear camo all the time with like plaid. Like yeah. camo with a flannel and shit. It's like to me, it's funny because like camo is like obviously the opposite of like a neutral pattern or a neutral like you know, but it kind of goes with everything. It really does. Isn't that interesting how that yeah, happens. Yeah, no, it is, yeah, you know? absolutely. It's the blending of multiple colors, but it kind of goes with everything. I love camo because it goes with stains. It does. It can it covers have them a up. Sloppy burger streak going. Right. <laughs> the world will never know. That's true. That's a good point. You could have eaten my burger six days in a row and gotten out of your shorts every one of those times, and nobody would know. Blend right in. Just turn. Blend Robinson. (laughs) Blend blend Robinson. Super matchy, matchy. Blend Robinson. That's your fucking (laughs) DJ name. Yeah. (laughs) Good movie is a is a Christmas party. I think that's what it's called, or a Christmas office party, or whatever the fuck. I've heard of it. Amazing. uh, I think one of the the black dude from Detroiters is in it and plays like. It's a good movie. Dude, it is like. You know, you're not going to be like, oh, what a great plot. The plot's completely ridiculous. Yeah. But just in terms of fucking one-liners and characters and everything, cast, right? it's up there with like, you know. Wow. If you want to laugh your ass off, you'll laugh your oh, ass off. Holiday office party or something? Yeah, Christmas office party, something like that. It's got Bateman and a bunch of other... Uh... All right, that's a movie that gets a SCO co-sign. Oh, so no, that's, wow. big deal. that's a big deal. No, I feel like that's a movie I should have saw already. <laughs> no, absolutely, man, yeah. absolutely. I like that. One. I like when that happens. I like when it happens that Sco is co-signing a movie that Dirt Malone would have seen, and that I would have scoffed all, at. All yep. three of us would agree on this movie. Uh, that's in awesome. fact, I have to say you'd have to be pretty gruntled yeah, yeah. in your daily disposition yeah, to yeah. not laugh right. at points during the yeah. movie. Yeah, he would have seen that, and I would have scoffed at him. So this is this is um, well, yeah because a lot opening, of comedies are like mind. a lot of comedies are like you know. Yeah, of course. My, my, this is like, I'm not going to put it on like a Fletch level, speaking okay. of like great comedies. Yes. I find, but go ahead. it's up there with like a, you know, um, something about Mary. Yeah. Hangover. Similar. Yeah, I'd something. put it in that class. Well, that's pretty good. I'd argue like the... Those are like the modern funny movies. I'd argue like the plots of those right. are a little better. Right, okay. You know, like the, the but the just the pure comedy and like the idiosyncrasies of the characters. Yeah, yeah. Much better. Wow. Or as funny. Wow. So it's like one of those movies where if you see it on TV, you're like, oh, keep it on. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's on. Maybe it's on cable by now. Well, dude, I finally saw the movie that you told me to watch. Oh, yeah. Twin Peaks Fire Walk With yes. Me. Wow. And that's, you're still, you're still here. You're still here, so that's good. Yeah. A seminal work. Yes. Dude, it was the most random, eerie, creepy, jump scare, psychological mind fuck movie I've ever seen in my fucking life. Mission accomplished. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's how you're be, supposed to feel. That should be the fucking review on like the. the yeah. The <laughs> if you want it, your hey. Rotten Tomatoes review. You should put a Rotten Tomatoes review. On you it. listening to this podcast, you want a movie that's going to just fuck with your mind? Firewalk with me, Twin Peaks. It's a 1992 movie. About who the fuck knows? Interpret it. It's a detective, uh, high school, prom queen, popular, drug addict, perfect family, Falling death, apart, nightmare. prostitution, yeah. weird, killing, drugs, dream sequences, midgets, all, all dreams. The, yeah, people, all sorry. the dark shadiness God that goes on. Yeah, little people behind the scenes, like behind the scenes in the the, the beautiful the underbelly. American house. I was watching it with Aaron and. We're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're supposed to feel like that. And then it had a part of it where it's like you turn off the lights and kind of 
go to your bed a little quicker or you go up the steps a little so, quicker because yeah. you're thinking about what was in the film. You're like, that's fucking scary. Yeah. It's one of those. So uh, when we watched it, it was a crazy fucking day. I had this weird letter that somehow came into my possession of this dude. I still have this letter. This is like 20 years later. Wow. Of this dude who went crazy. Okay. <laughs> he wrote this letter to a priest convinced the world was about to end. And like mm. the day after he sent this 40-page letter to a priest, he got committed to an asylum. And he was like an accomplished lawyer, adult, fucking professional. And he was convinced that he had discovered the end of days, that the world was going to end, and it involved the devil and UFOs. Mm. And we have this letter of him. So I like stumbled upon this letter, and we're all like reading. On a day we went to visit like a ghost sighting place that was on the news on like Dateline. Yeah. And there was like a power outage and a thunderstorm, like all the fucking cliche kind of stuff that was going on. And we had this like weird letter thing where we're like, what the fuck? This dude's convinced he's being like kidnapped and it's first person accounts of like being abducted and all this crazy shit that happened to him and his family. And then we watched fucking Firewalk with me and it was like just like an eight hour surreal experience of yeah. just crazy fucking shit yeah, going yeah, on yeah. in our lives. And I remember that. That was like 20 years ago. Um, yeah, like, in, and it's cool when your mind is like uh, fertile enough. And with, open to weird shit. Yeah. yeah. Those kind of seeds to be planted and to grow. Trying to find meaning in what you're watching. Oh, for sure. So pop some mollies and throw a burger on the grill. And uh, if you get the fire stick, I'll hack it for you. So just let me know. 100 bucks. <laughs> Holler at your boy. <laughs> It's a uh, supplemental income. It is a, uh, <laughs> it's an experience. Firewalk with me is an experience. Twin Peaks is back on. I've been, been watching through it. I'm not entirely caught up yet to the fifth episode, but it's, it's bizarre. Like you would imagine. I'm waiting for it to, I'm waiting for it to, to grab me the way the original did at some point. Um, so I'm, it's a tall it's, task. Still has, it is still hasn't happened yet, but I'm not, I'm not necessarily looking for like, uh, to entirely like replicate that feeling and like what you were just talking about when we were kids watching it, but right. just to to have those buttons be pushed. There've been a couple yes. moments where I was like, "Oh, things are like a little surreal yes, yes. and not tethered, and, and you're like not sure what's happening." And 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 that's the intent behind it. And the uh, FBI agents' involvement and that sort of thing. Oh yeah, that stuff like gets me excited. Like that was the one of the layers of Twin Peaks that I really liked is. Uh, Kind of taking that surrealism and then um, balancing it with like uh, like this sort of uh, true detective type yeah. thing. Yeah. One of the bigger outstanding exactly. questions is: Will the late great David Bowie make an appearance? I hope so. Even though he was I, not I, listed I, on the cast, I list. hope so. He has been name checked in yeah. the first yes, couple episodes. Yes, his, his character has. So, so that would be amazing. That'd be a crazy final appearance. I will his. say this for sure: that if he was alive when Lynch was shooting this, he would be. He would. Have oh, been he in was it. alive when Lynch that's was what I'm shooting. Saying. It. And so they're really good me, friends. That's what I'm saying. So, so there's no some way. Some people think it's if possible. Bowie, if Bowie was alive, I can't He's in there. He's Bowie be. was alive when this thing was being shot, and he was, I can't imagine him not showing up at some point, which would be incredible. Well, that'd be cool, man. Yep. Yep. Well, you read the part the part in the beginning of, of Twin Peaks, right, with Bowie in the yeah. Firewalk with me. And, now there, and there's nuts, also, right? like, extensive deleted scenes, too. Yes, I haven't seen that stuff yet, have you? There's, like, an extra yes. hour of, of missing scenes. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Missing pieces. Missing pieces, that's what it's yeah. called. Correct. I definitely recommend it. It's okay. weird. Dude. Twin Peaks, Firewalk with like me. He's Watch in Argentina. the movie. Oh, my God, it's too amazing. It's too I'm amazing. sure it's on YouTube. It's too amazing. 
I would right. think. I'm going to watch it. Or if not, I bet I Showtime. Have to watch it. I believe, it. no, it's not on Showtime. I've already been looking for it. Oh, maybe they don't I, have the movie I rights. know that it was extended. Um, no, I believe Fire, see, I believe Firewalk With Me and all of the episodes of the prior television show are and the new the episodes show. are all on some combination of Showtime and Netflix. But the missing pieces was, I believe, supplemental footage on a DVD set or Blu-ray set. Okay. That... I don't own, and right. I don't, so I don't know. I don't know if it exists anywhere else. Other, like you said, it could be on YouTube, whatever. It but I don't, know if it, I don't know if it exists anywhere else. Like if you can see it somewhere on the. We'll have to check it out. But I want to see it. Hit your boy Dirt Malone up for that fire stick. He'll right. hack it for you. Sure. Hundred bucks. <laughs> okay. That's it. Do it. <laughs> All right, so that's it for this week's squad cast. Wow. wow. Episode. Six. 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 Got it right. Six. I can count. Six. I can do this. That's right. Thanks for checking us out. We'll be back next week. I'm Sco. Bop, 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 bop. Dirt. And G. Peace. Later.